0: Yeah, hi.
1: Oh, hi, Sai.
0: Hi, uh, Nadim. How are you? Fine. How are you?
2: I'm great, sir. Thank you very much uh, for accepting my invitation and accepting to be My pleasure. So, I've gone through a profile. I can see you're doing a lot of work. So, I thought to tell about your work to my audience.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
2: Sure. So can you please introduce yourself to my audience?
1: I can't. I can't hear you. What did you say?
2: Can you please introduce yourself to my audience?
1: Ah, OK. My name is uh, Father Nadeem Nassar. I'm <clears throat> the executive director of the Awareness Foundation. And um, I'm originally from Syria, but I live in London.
2: So Awareness Foundation, What what does it do?
1: Awareness Foundation, uh, last year we celebrated uh, our 20th anniversary and uh, we, uh, we build bridges between East and West <clears throat> and also we support uh, the Christian presence uh, in the Middle East. As you know, for the last 20 years, the number of Christians in the Middle East is dropping and dropping dramatically Uh, there is a lot of immigration uh, a lot of uh, young people leaving the region unfortunately so we try to support them we have programs we are an educational foundation and uh, we support young people and children in war zones like syria iraq Uh, we have consultants in lebanon in jordan uh, mainly in the Middle East. And also we, we build bridges between East and West because I do believe after living so many years in the West, there is a huge ignorance about um, from both sides. Although we are uh, in the age of Internet, science, we are uh, in the age of communication, but unfortunately the ignorance is huge. Until now, people ask me when I became Christian coming from the Middle East, because they don't believe that still there are Christians there. So, and they forget that uh, Christ was born in the Middle East and, and uh, Christianity was born in the Middle East and Syria was 600 years uh, Christian before even Islam started. Before the prophet even was born, so still we we there is uh, Christianity in the West is a a Western phenomenon, and it's a it's a a, a, a Western religion, and uh, um, they have they believe in the West that uh, Christianity only is is the hub of Christianity is there it's it's here, but it's not.
2: So, uh, you as a director of Awareness Foundation, how is that
1: experience? Um, it has been interesting and up and down because, uh, you know, as a priest, we are not uh, trained to be directors of uh, of foundations, institutions. Unfortunately, this is um, a, a loophole in the theological uh, training we have that when we uh, when we are trained i've never had uh, a course in finance for example i never had a course um, in management Uh, so when you as a priest when you get to be a director of a a foundation or institution you feel what does it mean (laughs) what what does it involve and you start learning as you go And this is exactly what happened to me because I didn't know what what it involved until I was surrounded with people who supported me. So the best way is to um, look out for people who could support you, who could take your hand in the beginning and say, uh, this is how you do it and this is the best way and you do it and you fall and you stand up again um it's not easy but after 20 years it's been a a wonderful experience uh 20 years i i never thought we could we could make it to our 20th anniversary but we did and uh, we have a royal patron and uh, we have uh, different religious patrons uh, we have a board of trustees. We, have, uh, we are registered in the United States. And all of that we, uh, we value very much and we take nothing for granted. And we hope that we can support desperate young people and very, very, very desperate children and families in the Middle East.
2: Before talking uh... Uh, more about your work, I just want to say about uh, my sponsor for this tag.
1: Please go ahead.
2: Yeah, so it's Start Adam. Sales and customer facing teams switch between several communication tools causing time management and visibility issues that can slow down deal velocity. The solution Start Adam, where conversation converts. With Start Adam, your team can centralize all communications within. Uh, your chat tool, no more switching, waiting, or fragmented chat because chat messaging is where business gets done. Sales things can stay in Slack or Microsoft Teams and connect with customers, leads, or candidates on their existing chat tool, building better relationships through constant communication in inbound or outbound. Messaging. Uh, make it encrypted and uh, compliant. Plus, bring all communications into your CRM or ticketing system. No data entry required. Join Chat Adam to enhance uh, customer relationships and uh, close deals at uh, hyper speed with unified <clears throat> chat. Thank you very much, Adi and Nadeem, for your presence. Thank you. So uh, you said uh, uh, you are mostly uh, helping uh, the desperate uh, youngsters and children. So tell me
1: more about it. Well, during because of of war. um, A lot of uh, young people have lost a lot. They have lost their homes, lost members of their families. uh, They have lost their livelihoods, works. And. um, Plus, they don't want to fight. Most of the young people. uh, they found themselves in the middle of uh, of war that they did not choose, they didn't want. So the best way is to leave. So they throw themselves uh, in those death boats in the Mediterranean Sea, I'm sure you heard um, about that. And they try to leave the Middle East in any way and in every way they possible, and they, they, they can um, and that is the the tragedy at the moment in the Middle East concerning young people, and also there is bleeding of minds and brains uh, from the Middle East
0: because nobody wants to stay
1: they want to to leave they want to. Find um, better, better life somewhere else, wherever. They they became so desperate that they threw themselves to death in the in the sea with unsafe boats, and some some of them died, uh, some of them reached somewhere Greece or uh, Europe or whatever. Um, and that is tragic in the Middle East. And it's still happening, even today.
2: So uh, last year you have celebrated uh, the 20th anniversary of uh, uh, Awareness Foundation. So in this 20 years of uh, experience as a director and uh, being, a, being a volunteer for, uh, for this, uh, uh, this service, so what is the change that uh, happened because of Awareness Foundation in the world?
1: we we could um we could give hope to hopeless uh young people uh, we could train them to be uh positive even when they uh leave the middle east because n- not all of them remained so we trained them we empowered them to to be a force for good and our program for the young people called ambassadors for peace so uh, what does it mean? It means to be a, a, a peace builder, a peacemaker, even within your family, even within your neighborhood, even in your university, in your work. Um, it doesn't mean that, of course, we encourage them to stay in Syria, to stay in Iraq. But even if they leave, they leave with with positive attitude. Um, They leave believing that they can do something in their lives. Their lives are not empty. Uh, They are not in despair anymore. And also for for, uh, children, we use their own talents. You know, Sai,
0: in in war, um,
1: families don't have the time and the energy and the resources to explore the the gifts of their people, of their children, so when we met those children, they didn't know what they are good at; they didn't know what they like. I remember one one child was staring at at um a uh, a, a corner we prepared for painting. And I went to him and I said, do you like painting? He said, yes. I said, have you painted before? He said, no. I said, have you ever drawn on a paper? He said, no. Have you ever dealt with any colors? He said, no. I said, why do you stare at the painting? He said, I don't know. So I took him to the corner i sat him and gave him brushes and 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 colors and uh, papers and i said go ahead and he looked at me as if i was crazy he he never ever thought he would he would find those tools in his hands and he sat down for 8 hours painting nonstop and at the end i went to i mean every time i every Hour I went and checked on him. And he didn't want to eat, he didn't want to drink, he didn't want to play, he wanted to paint. That's all. And at the end, I looked at his paintings. Amazing, incredible. And I and and when I found a painting, he painted three sons. Son, the sun. And I said, Sweetheart. Why do you have, why do you paint three suns in a painting? There is only one sun here. And he looked at me, he said, Father, when we escaped home, we escaped during the night. And we used to walk during the night and hide during the day. From ISIS.
0: And I didn't see the sun.
1: Because of that, I... Painted three sums. I looked at him. I said, "What what kind of future would this child have with such pain in him?" So we try to to make those children explore their trauma. They are all traumatized, and we support them mentally, spiritually, psychologically uh Socially, in order to have as normal as possible uh, life and and with their families with their with their friends it's not easy it's very very difficult to work in war zones.
0: So what is what is your driving force? What is making you to work uh, and what is uh,
2: pushing you to do the service that you are doing?
1: You know, I believe very much um, what what Christ came to do is to. To give us a better life, he said, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly and an abundant life, I cannot live it on my own. I have to live it with a group, with a community and through my faith and through um, the power of god in those young people and in those children i am extremely motivated every day i open my eyes i wake up grateful that god chose me to do this ministry because to touch the hearts and the minds and the lives of a young man or a young woman or a child is enormous, an enormous privilege, an enormous um, honor, because you are touching the creation of God. It's, it's incredible to inspire, to be able to inspire a young man or a young woman or a child to do something creative or to build their lives again we have seen young people turning their lives 180 degrees because of the awareness foundation it is absolutely incredible and we 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 saw amazing things happening i myself i lived in a war i studied during the civil war in lebanon 6 years Seven years of my life I spent during the civil war in Lebanon in the 80s. I know what it, what it means to live in a, in a civil war. I know now what the people of Gaza are, are going through. Destruction, bloodshed, hopelessness, um, darkness. I, I went through it seven years in Beirut during the the shelling and shooting and destruction and bloodshed. And I know how it felt. I know how how difficult it was. I know how how desperate you get. And you lose, you, you, you become on the verge of losing your humanity. But you have to go on, you have to continue.
0: Tell me about your team. How
1: you work? We are uh, only four in the team. Uh, we we work very hard. Nobody believes that the awareness foundation is only four, but we have an army of volunteers from the patrons to the trustees to the friends to the supporters to um, everybody around us that that support. Without them. We would not have had the possibility or the opportunity to do our work at all. We are so grateful to so many volunteers in Syria, in Iraq, in Lebanon, um, here in America, in Canada, in Hong Kong. Uh, We have even friends in Hong Kong. Um, They are amazing. They are wonderful. Without them, we couldn't have done anything. We are a small team because I believe that uh, the the overhead should be down, and the uh, the work should be the, the the to maximize the work of the foundation rather than to pay money for staff. But we have been blessed with so many uh, wonderful friends and supporters, and especially also the the royal family and and uh, our royal. Um, patron, the Countess of uh, the the, the Duchess of Edinburgh. She has been fantastic to us.
2: So my next question is, uh, uh, what made you to start uh, Awareness Foundation before 20 years? And uh, uh, after 20 years, what did you achieve? And if you look back the day that you started it, how was that comparing to today?
1: When we started, uh, the 9-11 uh, attacks on, in New York was uh, new. It, it, they, the attack happened in 2001 and we started in uh, 2003. Uh, it was a response to uh, um, the world um, turning into thinking about religion. What does it mean? Uh, does religion still have a place in our world, and especially uh, when when the uh, 9/11 attacks um, were linked to Islam as a religion, which was uh, uh, a horrible link? So, and me coming from the Middle East and being always um, asked about my my faith and uh, I felt there is a, a, enormous ignorance between East and West. Uh, despite the the um, advance in technology, the East-West relations were not were not good. And as as a minority, numerical minority in the Middle East, uh, as a Syrian, the, the Christian. That Christianity goes back to Saint Paul to to Jesus Christ, that, that old Christianity is in Syria, but here uh, they, they don't know that they enormous ignorance, enormous um, looking at me as if as I was coming from Mars. so that, that made me um, ask the question, how can I help? How can I teach? I'm I'm a teacher by nature. I I love to teach, uh, so I started teaching with with a bishop, uh, an Anglican bishop, and then we started uh, building on that teaching, and people were very interested in what we we were teaching, and so that grew into a, a vision of establishing something bigger than one single church, and that when we thought of the Awareness Foundation and we, start, we, we took, we took uh, delegations and trips to the Middle East and uh, we brought representatives of, of different churches from the Middle East to the West to talk about Christianity in the Middle East. Um, we, we did a lot of, of uh, exchange, roundtable discussions, um, lectures, um, you name it because we are an educational foundation, so until we uh, we reached to a stage to establish a course, an educational course for the awareness foundation, it was the awareness course, and we ran the awareness course with hundreds of churches and then the war in Syria started and and the war in Iraq got worse and uh, uh, so we, we focused on supporting and empowering young people and children in the war zones in the Middle East. And this is how we, we manoeuvred, if you like, our ways in 20 years. And we have been enormously blessed to touch thousands of lives on, on our way. And here we touched also thousands of lives with our activities in the West. I I travel to America uh, every year. I go to Canada. I used to go to Hong Kong before COVID. And now um, we are continuing to uh, our programs in the Middle East. I know the situation is absolutely horrible. The situation in Syria, although we don't hear on the news, much about Syria, but the situation is terrible. Economically, uh, uh, militarily, uh, there is still shelling and shooting and the the country is divided. Uh, Iraq is also in a a bad shape. Uh, Lebanon is in a very bad shape, especially now with the tension uh, with Israel on on, on the border. Um, and unfortunately, the problem in the Middle East is that many external powers are fighting in the Middle East. So it's a it's a proxy war, like the United States, like Russia, Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, uh, Europe, United Kingdom. Everybody is fighting through other people inside the Middle East, and that what what makes the situation even more complicated and more um, hostile. So if I look back now, we have been blessed, but I'm very, very sad that the Awareness Foundation is still needed. We shouldn't have been needed because the situation in 20 years should have got better. But actually, politically, the situation deteriorated and if we look now at the Middle East, it's a mess. It's a complete mess. Look at Yemen, look at Libya. Um, war is spreading and, and now they are trying only to contain the war which started in, in, in Gaza. Violence is, is horrible. But unfortunately, uh, the economy of, the, of, of our world is based on violence, not based on peace. I know it's a big statement, but um, unfortunately, this is the truth. The warlords have the upper hand, not the peacemakers.
2: So awareness foundation means uh, building peace through education. Yes. So what kind of education?
1: Education through um, exploring the the, the gifts and the, the talents of the people through uh, supporting uh, uh, supporting them spiritually, mentally, psychologically, training. We give them uh, training in different subjects. Uh, we, we mentor them. It's a mentoring programs that we have uh, for the children and for the young people. It's a continuous work uh, with them. We build their personality, their, their faith, their uh, um, strength, because when you are in, in war, um, you are depleted. You, you have no energy more. You don't, you don't believe any, in anything. You blame everything, everybody. You blame God, you blame the governments, you blame the world, you blame yourself, you blame everybody. So you are in a, in a, in a, in a hole, in an abyss, in a, a black hole. And we, what we do is building peace in a way of pulling those people up and trying to tell them there is something beyond the black hole that you feel you are in. Look, look beyond the black hole. It's not easy at all to empower someone who has lost everything. And especially <clears throat> after the earthquake. I'm sure you heard about the earthquake last year in February the 6th of february in my hometown latakia and in another town aleppo in syria 15000 people died on the top of war 12 years of war came the earthquake and the 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 vulnerable communities were destroyed even more through the earthquake so we had we had to respond to those communities and young people and children and families after the earthquake in an additional help. Because that was horrible.
0: Tell me about Little Heroes in Awareness
1: Foundation. Little Heroes is our program for the children. We consider them little heroes, and they are. But those little heroes are in trauma. And what we do is we engage with them we try to explore their gifts, their talents, whether I, as I, I told you the story uh, um, painting uh, writing uh, um, uh, technology, sport, music, whatever they their their gifts are. We try to encourage them to explore those gifts to to be confident in what they like, because in a, in a time of of violence around you you don't think about what you are good at you want to survive it's it's a, it's a, it's a it's a game of survival and what we do is we step in and we take them a little bit further than surviving to to be creative to to do something for themselves and we see how children react incredible when you see the children Playing again after being depressed and traumatized and you are able to make them play, enjoy their their lives, enjoy their time again. It's amazing. And when you see that, you think it's worth it. It's really worth it. So they are
0: indeed little heroes and we we see them like this. What is Pioneer's program?
1: Pioneers program is, um, is a new, brand new program. We need funding for it because it covers the age between Little Heroes and Ambassadors for Peace. Little Heroes is between 6 and 12. And Ambassadors for Peace is between 18 and 35. So we have a very sensitive age between 13 and 17, the puberty. The adolescents. So every time they see me, they say, "What about us? We are too old for little heroes, and we are too young for ambassadors for peace." I promise them to develop a a program specially for them. And actually, this age is my speciality. So we, with with um, edu- educators, with specialists. Um, we developed a special program we call them pioneers or awareness pioneers for that age between 13 and 17 to to encourage them to train them to empower them but we haven't started yet
0: and uh, ambassadors for peace
1: is the uh, the young people uh, program between 18 and 35 also to help them in their trauma to build them up, to encourage them to uh, explore their gifts, their, their abilities, um, uh, their, if they have projects, support them in their projects. Um, uh, let them build networking um, possibilities and resources that they, they, they network with each other, support each other, uh, support their, their little communities around them uh, through whatever projects whatever initiatives they they, they can do uh, it's, a, it's a very important program for our young people there
2: so tell me about your charity in uh, united states
1: we have a, a um, we are registered uh, as a charity in the in america uh, it 's called um Awareness Foundation for Hope and Peace and um we are they I go there and i teach and I preach and i uh, talk about the our our work in the Middle East and uh, our work with with young people and children and um we are active in different states but mainly new york we are active in uh, in Detroit, we are active in Chicago. We are active in um, California. So we try to raise our our profile. We to widen our network. And it, the same
0: in in Canada. The Awareness Foundation worldwide.
1: Yes, we are an international we are an international uh, foundation because we have this international board of trustees the chairman is uh, is canadian and we have a chair in uh, uh, in america and uh, all the boards work together to support the work here in london and from london we go to uh, the middle east and the, the the countries that are in need so how many
2: students it can be children uh, or uh, it can be uh, the young age people. So, how many uh, students totally got uh, uh, benefited from Avernet Foundation?
1: In total, uh, I'm I have very bad memory, but in in numbers, but thousands of children we we uh, uh, we supported in in so many ways, uh, thousands, and and also uh, uh, thousands of of young people also. Because we we don't support them and 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 move. No, we support them and we keep uh, we keep following up with them, what they have done, what they are doing, and if they need any more support, all the way. So uh, we have touched thousands of people.
0: uh, But on on our
1: website there there are
0: numbers. Okay. So how does Awareness Foundation
1: work? It works. We have a, a, a an office. Unfortunately, we had to close the office in London, in central London, during COVID. But uh, uh, my office is in the, uh, in the garden <laughs> of my house. Uh, during COVID, we built this um, uh, timber, as you see, um, uh, room. So the Awareness Foundation is now here, where I live. Um, Maybe in the near future, we will find back a space in in central London. And we are a a small team. As I I told you, we are uh, three here and one in Syria. And uh, we support each other um, as much as possible technologically. And we go to... Uh, to the middle east i go three four times and then i go to to america uh, with our friends supporters and volunteers the volunteers the role of the volunteers is very very important in the life of the of the foundation without them we wouldn't have done anything the, the volunteers are amazing uh, especially there in 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 syria in iraq uh, we have a, a network of fantastic uh, educators, psychologists, um, um, clergy—all um, the
0: all the resources we need.
1: And what are your
0: objectives?
1: Objectives is to reach to more young people there, and to be able to encourage them to stay, to be active there, to build their communities there. But of course, um, war by nature uh, pushes young people away, because young people are vulnerable to recruiting, to, uh, to, to, to be soldiers. Uh, in Syria, there is a huge problem of, of child soldiering, which nobody talks about. Uh, young people are very vulnerable to uh carrying weapons and 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 fighting
0: we don't we don't want that so uh where what is your goal where
2: you
1: want to reach i want to reach uh i want to uh, widen the the work of of the awareness foundation uh i want to include for example more lebanon uh I want to include more regions in Syria. I want to go back to Iraq because uh, since COVID, we, we have not been back to Iraq. So uh, our goal is to uh, spread, in the, in the, especially in the suffering parts of the Middle East, touching more lives, uh, supporting more young people, uh, being able to help more children to go out of their traumas and to be a positive um they live how children should live to experience their childhood again, which is not easy, and uh, support a little bit their families if we can. So it depends all on, on funding. Um, charities have difficult time because they fundraise all the time. And we are a charity. We, we live on funding, on fundraising. So as a
2: father, as a director, as a founder of uh, Awareness Foundation, how satisfied you are and uh, uh, what kind of satisfaction that you get uh, helping children, uh, youngsters, thousands of people, uh, you know, making them get good education and understand uh, the values and uh, morals and ethics.
1: You know, uh, on one hand, uh, I'm very proud of what the foundation has achieved in 20 years. And looking back, wow, we have done so much. On the other hand, of course, I'm not satisfied because I want more, because the need is a huge uh, sign. When you see the the, the, the people die every day, uh, the people are lost every day, uh, they, uh, young people are leaving the Middle East, uh, children in, in desperate need, you feel, I wish we could have done a little bit more. I wish we could do this year a little bit more, but it's not, for example, now I can't go to the Middle East. I was supposed to to go in in, in November. I couldn't go, December, I couldn't go. Now we are in January. So sometimes the situation, the violence there prevents us from going there and and doing our, our work, our ministry. We have to accept that because the situation is, is very volatile there at the moment. But we hope that this year also we go back a couple of times and we, we, we continue our programs. Our volunteers there are working with children, um, continuing the work, uh, but we need to be there from time to time.
2: At last, uh, what do you say to the uh, uh, people who are watching this uh, uh, video from anywhere on this planet? About the Awareness Foundation?
1: I would like to say don't lose hope. Um, We have seen how giving hope to hopeless people can do. It's a huge power. Don't think if you lose something, this is the end of the road. Um, Look at the next step. Look at what you can do, not what you cannot do. If we look at the Middle East in general, you think, what am I? What am I doing? I can't do anything. It's horrible. Bloodshed, destruction. Um, those people are absolutely stupid. They are killing each other. They, they, there is. What am I doing? But no. You, you, you take a deep breath, and you see what you can do. Uh, and. A little step by little step by little step. If you if you join them, it will be a journey. When I look at the journey of the Awareness Foundation, it it's unbelievable. But all divided into little steps. We don't want to, to make giant steps and fail. We want to do small steps and succeed. And I say to everyone. Look at. The, the places of war, let's all, every single human being on earth should be an ambassador for peace. We are doing an ambassador for peace program in London this year. We did it in Hong Kong. It was an amazing day. Uh, three days of, of training and, and engaging with young people about how to solve our problems peacefully without... with. Uh, without violence, without reverting immediately to aggression. Peace building uh, starts from from having peace in me and then having peace with my neighbor, with my family, with my co-workers, with my uh, um, neighbors. So peace building and peacemaking is a continuous uh, task that every single human being on earth, Has the responsibility to do. No one, no one, wherever you are, in on an island or in a big city or in a farm, wherever. You are a peace building, a peace builder, a peacemaker with the creation, with the nature, with the people, with everything. So we have all this responsibility.
0: And especially to the leaders, the business owners.
2: Uh, 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 the the individuals who are making things happen. What do you say to them?
1: I say look for uh, uh, small charities. Don't 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 always think that uh, big work is done only by big charities and multi-billion dollars uh, uh, organizations. No some small charities are doing fantastic work and um, sometimes we underestimate the work of of small charities but they are enormous and and the awareness foundation is one of them support us as much as you can in anything you can and see how our work flourishes we have flourished 20 years because Of the support of businesses support of uh, institutions uh, churches um, uh, schools uh, individuals without them we
0: wouldn't have survived
2: great so i'll put your web link in the description of this video also on the screen as well people who finds our video anywhere in the internet in the social media or or on my youtube channel who are listening to this on the podcast they can able to understand what awareness foundation is and uh, what does it do and uh, how it is working and uh, what is the objective everything
1: thank you very much sai for having me for your guest uh, you are doing a wonderful thing with those interviews i looked at some um thank you for i i i myself uh, have some we have something called awareness uh, dialogue sometimes you should be my guest too <laughs> <laughs> and and then i get to know you better uh, because we have if you if you um we have a channel called tax uh on on youtube and um we put um from time to time videos there and we produce videos um and even her royal highness was one of of my guests and some really fantastic guests in arabic but subtitled in english or in english uh, and um, you are most welcome to be one of my guests. And thank you very much. What you're doing is fantastic.
2: It's an honor. Thank you very much for your uh, uh, invitation. And definitely, uh, you know, uh, I want to be part of what you're doing. And thank uh, you. you. Thank know, uh, helping you. Helping uh, what you're doing. And uh, what is, uh, that's, that's my question as a founder, as a director, as a person who is doing service and seeing a lot of lives, trying to help in developing their skill set and uh, trying to help them in uh, understanding their talent from their young age. Uh, what is uh, what is your observation about my work? You have seen my work and uh, me talking with different experts uh, different
1: countries, leaders. I think site media is very important these days. Uh, um, dialogue, uh, um, uh, conversations, uh, we learn so much. So uh, your dialogue with so many people um, open, open in front of us <clears throat> a, a wide opportunity to learn. How, how do we learn? <clears throat> Today's world is based on technology, media, social media, and all this. And without listening to so many people being exposed to so many opinions, different opinions, we don't grow. So you are offering a fantastic windows. Every, every uh, uh, you know, every video is a window to a world of that person you are interviewing. And that world teaches me a lot. So imagine for every t- uh, video, you are opening a window to this world. It's amazing, it's fantastic. I'm sure you're enjoying those wonderful guests <laughs> more than anyone to to listen to them and to engage with them fantastic well done
2: and uh, you are one of it
1: thank you thank you i'm honored thank you
0: so much where are you uh, based
2: i'm from south india hyderabad city hyderabad yeah india south india
1: yeah south india yes yes well uh, i wish you all the best
2: yeah sure and i did the masters in software engineering also a bachelor's in computer science and engineering. So right now I'm working for a UK company as a DevOps engineer remotely from India. So, and also uh, I'm working for a US company. So that is my full-time job as a DevOps engineer, as a software developer. So apart from that, I'm trying to connect with uh, different uh, experts uh, for into different professions and for it into different parts of the world for doing different kinds of service, for helping the world to be a better place and trying to create peace like you. And uh, solving different problems. Looking world in a different way. Everybody's intention is to make world better. And uh, make world great. So me trying to explore. All these kind of mindsets. From everywhere. Who are from. uh, uh, From young age to. uh, 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 70, 80 years old. Me talking and trying to explore. And what they are doing. Trying to put in my son. And what I am going to learn. And how this is going to be helpful. For my career and my. Uh, future
1: that's wonderful i wish you every blessing and thank you for trying to make our world a better place thank you so much god oh, bless how you this
2: is, how this is going to be uh, beneficial for me this uh, this kind of an experience exposure
1: that's wonderful you know it, it it gives you a lot of exposure and i'm sure your 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 guests have enjoyed talking to you and they they bring their Network to watch those videos. I'm, I don't know how many followers you have, but I'm sure you are quite popular.
2: Yeah, I have 40,000 followers.
1: You see? That's great. <laughs> <coughs> Every blessing, so,
2: sir. Thank you very much, sir. Can I thank put this video on my YouTube channel with your permission? Yes, please, of course. And also can I put this audio and video clip on my podcast, website, internet, social media, everywhere with your permission?
1: Yes, please. You have my permission and I will when I see it, I
2: will share it. That's a a very big thing. Thank you very much again, for doing great work and making uh, people uh, 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 to uh, help them in development and also creating a peace in the world. You are
0: a peacemaker, by the way. In your own way. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Again, take care. God bless you. Bye. Start Adam sales and customer facing teams switch between several communication tools
2: causing time management and visibility issues that can slow down deal velocity. The solution start Adam where conversation converts. With start Adam, your team can centralize all communications within uh, your chat tool, no more switching, waiting or fragmented chats because chat messaging is where business gets done. Sales teams can stay in Slack or Microsoft Teams and connect with customers, leads or candidates on their existing chat tool, building better relationships through constant communication in inbound or outbound messaging. Uh, make it encrypted and uh, compliant. Plus, bring all communications into your CRM or ticketing system. No data entry required. Join Chat Adam to enhance uh, customer relationships and uh, close deals at uh,
0: hyper speed with unified <clears throat> chat.